What's up, guys? Welcome to Devil Dog Outdoors. What's on my mind? Segments podcast number one. Episode number one. I'm actually extremely excited to be bringing back the podcast. This is actually going to be a lot of fun. It's been a little over a year since I actually recorded um, my last podcast. I've since deleted those. I'm not sure if they're still out there on all the other platforms. I do know the original platform that I have to record my podcast. I have deleted those. Again, not sure if they're still out there. They might be. They might not be. I haven't even checked. But if they are, I mean, feel free to go ahead and give them a listen. Um, it's kind of just scattered all over the place. It, it's not really set on one anything, really. Uh, so I deleted them, starting over, starting fresh, and I need you guys to just bear with me a little bit. I have a microphone hooked up to my cell phone, and this is how we're going to be filming the podcast until I'm actually able to get everything that I want to get for my content creations in general. I'm talking a whole new PC setup. Uh, laptop to go with the podcast setup that I'm going to have. It's going to be friggin' awesome. Everything all together is looking something close to $12,500. Just the PC alone, the tower for my setup is looking like $3,500. I'm going to have like the Intel Core i9 or whatever. It's going to have some crazy top specs. The laptop's just going to be, you know, like a moderate setup because it really is just going to be used for transferring my audio files from the podcast recorder that I'm going to have over to something to just store all of that and then upload to this platform here and then distribute it out to all of the other platforms in which you guys may be listening to me on right now. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and there's there's so many more out there, but we're out there. This, this should be on Spotify now when you're listening to it. It should be on all of those platforms. But um, everything that I want to get is going to be friggin' awesome. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the podcast setup that I'm going to be having. The podcast recorder, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my freaking head. But all of that alone is looking something like $1,200, I believe. It's going to have six microphones to be able to connect to it. Uh, six different headphones obviously uh, and then they have like this little Bluetooth adapter I think it's going to be pretty cool I think this is actually going to be extremely neat to have because I'll be able to have other people in on the podcast that don't have to physically be there this little Bluetooth adapter connects to my phone I make a phone call and it actually records everything that's being said through not just the microphones that are connected to the podcast recorder but everything that is being said in the phone call from the person that's on the phone. Anyone that's sitting around the table with the headphones on, they're going to be able to hear everything that's being said on the phone from the person who's on the phone. And then if they have a microphone in front of their face, they're actually going to be able to have the conversation that they want to have with that person on the phone as well. It's going to be pretty neat. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be cool to try to learn and figure all of this thing out like it's going to be awesome it's going to be a huge learning experience and i want to bring you guys on this journey to upgrading all of this equipment and all of this gear that i'm going to have i'm going to show you guys what we get what my plans are how we use it how it works so on and so forth it's going to be a lot of learning for me it's going to be a lot of learning for you so for those of you that want to do the same kind of thing you guys are able to see how it went for me 
what's working, what's not working, so on and so forth. And then you guys can start your own route and figure it out from there if you guys are interested in doing anything somewhat similar. So I'm excited to get that out there. I'm, I'm excited to bring you guys along on that journey. It's going to be fun. We're not going to get everything at once, obviously. That shit is way too damn expensive. We're just going to knit, pick at it, you know, like slowly but surely start getting the things off of this list. And now I haven't even started yet. But just know, the list is out there. I know what I'm getting, what I want to get at least. And we'll see how everything goes. Again, I do want to show you everything that I get when we do get them. We're going to talk about it. And I'm going to show you how we use it, so on and so forth. So, before we actually get into the podcast and start actually talking about the things that we're all here for, right? The hunting and fishing topics so on and so forth i do want to give a happy birthday shout out to a follower of mine from tiktok he's been around since the original account devil dog outdoors one which has since been banned permanently had to start over which is now devil dog outdoors um, we were banned at 39.5 thousand but he was one of them uh, he hopped in my live the other day told me today was his birthday so arkansas firefighter 47 happy birthday to you brother i'll be live on tiktok talk to you later on um, and say happy birthday to you again. So for those of you that have a TikTok, if you guys could, go ahead, search Arkansas Firefighter 47. Leave a comment underneath of one of his videos. Maybe follow him, shoot him a message, tell him happy birthday. Make that man's day. That would be very much appreciated. So, opening day, September 9th. That's a Friday. I am freaking beyond pumped. I know everyone in my family they're all excited they can't wait we're all itching and scratching to get the bows out there and start sweating and fighting off the bugs and waiting for the deer to show up it should be a blast i'm really really excited for this year but i do have a lot of prepping that i need to do so first things first obviously i already got all the camouflage out and stuff you know the trees and camouflage is set and ready to go um, i got to get some more no scent products uh, flawless whitetail products I'm going to have to grab a couple of those as well just to get ready for the rut but for the most part I don't really use any kind of scent products in the beginning of the year early season I don't really do anything even though I feel like maybe I should maybe it might work I don't know but um yep all that's set up but I do need to also get my bow uh, restrung up um, with new cable new string I have a small problem with mine so the little notch that stops your cam from rotating anymore, basically your draw length, right? Some way, somehow, that little metal piece chipped and it has now created like a knife. So every time I go full draw and that bumps my cable, um, it has started to fray slowly but surely at my cable. And it's gotten too deep. To the point to where if I draw that thing back and shoot it again, more than likely it's probably going to snap and smack me in the arm, the face. I might lose my eye. I don't know. It's definitely not safe to shoot right now. That's for damn sure. And um, I'm looking to definitely get that fixed up here really soon. Um, sooner rather than later. So hopefully right after I get back from my vacation that I got coming up, I'm going to take the bow to Macrotech. We're going to get the new string and cable thrown on there. Um, I'm definitely going to get a new peep sight, a uh, new D-ring or D-loop, whatever you guys want to call it, for knocking the um, release. And then uh, start shooting. 
get some practice in every single day. I'm going to start shooting 20 yards, 30, 40, 50. And, I mean, that's that's about it. I'm not really shooting past 50 yards because where I hunt, I'd be lucky to have a 50-yard lane. But, um, yep, there's that also, figuring out scouting. It's probably going to be like some last-minute scouting. I probably should have already been in the woods just trying to figure out the deer's patterns and stuff like that. But I think um, I think we'll be all right with doing, like, some last-minute scouting maybe, like, two, three weeks prior. So hopefully we don't push any deer out. Um, I, it shouldn't be an issue. But we'll see. Uh, I'm thinking about going to the Eastern Shore sometime in like October and doing some scouting for uh, the November hunts over there that I want to do. There was an area that we come across, a few areas that we come across over there on the Eastern Shore that looked pretty good for bow and um, it wasn't too thick. For those of you that have hunted the Eastern Shore or heard anything about the Eastern Shore here in Maryland, it is extremely thick over there very very thick and we found a few little areas that were pretty decent maybe about an acre or two of some decently open woods where you might have some solid lanes for for hunting with a bow so we're going to see how that goes again october is what i'm shooting for to get out there do some scouting get ready for november that rut kicks in man it's going to be a blast i feel like we may actually have an opportunity at taking a really nice buck out of the woods this year but we will see um my dad my brothers and my stepdad i'm not too sure exactly what they're doing opening day that that friday i'm not sure if everyone's going to be able to make it to the woods that friday but i do know saturday all of us are going to be out in the woods in the tree ready to go fingers crossed hoping that the deer come through i think this year i may end up um investing in one of those little like mosquito repellent things i I forgot the damn name of them already i I can't think of it off the top of my head but um i think i might actually invest in one of those a thermosel yeah thermosel i might get one of those just invest in it just to have that so the bugs aren't as bad maybe they won't be bad at all with that thing out there with me but we'll see i'm not too sure I'm not trying to sit there and fight uh, gnats and mosquitoes and all kinds of other shit all day while I'm up there in the tree. Um, my luck, you know, I go full draw on a deer or something like that and a mosquito fly right into my ear. Boy, I'd be pissed. But early season, I think this year I'm going to crack down on myself and um, I'm not going to be taking any of the little bucks. Now, if we get like a basket rack to come walking through, absolutely. Full velvet, early season, basket rack, yeah dirt now i don't care if he's got four points on his head if he came out wider than his ears with only four points and he's in full velvet i'm shooting him that's how that's going now some people might get upset at that oh well you ain't hunting my woods leave me alone i'm shooting what's going to make me happy but the little guys i'm gonna try to let them walk the does though they're in trouble early season they're in trouble now come november that's when we're going to be looking for the big boys, the the better bucks. I don't have any wall hangers on my wall. I don't because I haven't ever had any step out in front of me, which is why I shoot whatever makes me happy anyways. And I, I honestly could care less about, you know, who says what to me about that. Oh, well, again, you ain't hunting my woods. And even if you are, oh, freaking well, bud. It's public land. 
There's no law that states that I can't shoot this deer. <laughs> People are so crazy sometimes, man. But anyways, this season, I'm thinking it's going to be the best season that we've had in a very long time. Last season was an absolute friggin' bust, at least for me. Dylan started us off with a bang after all of my screw-ups early in the year. I'm talking missing deer, missing the same deer twice. Uh, I had deer come in 15, 10 yards, just didn't walk out to give me a shot, and then ended up leaving. I had Dylan shooting deer, um, and we just we weren't finding them like we were thinking maybe it was a broadhead issue maybe that the broadheads because he was shooting thwackers now i'm not trying to talk bad about him but we were thinking maybe they just weren't opening up like we don't know what the hell was going on or no not thwacker schwacker sorry the schwacker broadheads um we were thinking maybe they just weren't opening up he just couldn't find his deer i mean we got down there was no blood on the ground anywhere. I mean, we had the arrow. We we were standing right where the deer was. We walked circles. I mean, hundreds of yards, maybe even a thousand yards, just in circles, dude. Just trying to find some kind of sign that this deer is bleeding and he's going down somewhere. Never found him. There was a really wide five point last year that I had on trail camera on uh, public land. Kept coming through this little area, and. Um, I set up there early season thinking he might just show up and it didn't take but maybe I want to say it was about a week into the season he actually ended up showing up I had my little brother Ethan out there with me he comes down the hill I went full draw just before he popped out he stopped and I I lost him in the pins I guess I didn't see that he had turned I thought he was still like right where i wanted him to be i was bringing it across and i just man thwack nope went right behind him at least i thought it went right behind him i mean i think we saw that deer again we saw him again one more time and then we never saw that deer again and i would actually find him in the off season we went out there uh me my brother dylan and my dad we went out there doing some shed hunting and i actually found that deer uh, his skull laying in some brush about maybe a hundred yards away from where I took my shot at him so did I hit him I don't think so I mean I couldn't find the arrow I didn't see any blood like I searched everywhere and it just there was absolutely nothing nowhere so I don't think I killed him I think somebody may have shot him just couldn't find him not too sure how he passed, but I got his skull sitting here in uh, in my bedroom with me. I think that was pretty crazy. He was he was a young buck too. Had he actually lived um, last year, I think this year he would have had the potential to be like probably one of the bigger bucks out there on the public land in that area where where we've been hunting. But it happens, man. That's not like a giant now, but who knows? I mean, he could have been the next giant off of Liberty Reservoir. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much how, how I have things set up this year, though. Everything that I learned from last year, all of the mistakes that I made, all of the times that I've seen deer in specific areas repetitively and not making the move to go there last year, I think this year I'm actually going to be setting up and keying in on those areas 
just to see if maybe I can't make something happen early in the season. There's some green patches that I found um, that were hit hard last year watching the deer come through, and they're just grazing. And I think this year that's what I need to do. This year I need to find the greens and just sit there and wait as patiently as possible and hope that something just so happens to step out in front of me and we're able to make something happen early. But we'll see. We're going to have cameras running. I actually found another GoPro of mine. I'm going to be handing it off to one of my brothers, my dad, or my stepdad. You know, depending on who all goes, uh, who all wouldn't mind just trying to set up the camera and film a shot if they're actually able to get the opportunity to do so. Maybe do some filming with their cell phone, send it to me. And if they're actually able to make something happen, we're able to make a full episode with a shot on camera because we are we already have a few videos up on YouTube where you know I'm filming me myself and I and nothing happens on my end but my brother will shoot something whether that be Dylan or Ethan I think that's those are the two videos um, that we have uh, well those two are involved in videos where you know I'm filming myself and then one of them shoot a deer and it's just not on film now looking at it from a viewer standpoint of view obviously they click on a hunting video because they want to see that shot take place that's what they're there for that's what i feel like they're there for they're there to see the shot happen like they're there to see everything unfold the deer walk out the shot take place the deer runs off or collapses right there on the spot and then the hunter's reaction that's what i watch hunting videos for not only that to learn a little bit but i mean like that there is the part that makes the video now as a viewer if that's not in the video in which they just clicked on to watch yeah i can see the disappointment coming in that so this year i'm gonna try to get that down just a little bit we're gonna try to get these guys to get their shots on camera we'll see how that goes they don't really self-film hunts much it's very difficult for anybody who self-films hunting you guys know exactly what i'm talking about it's like shooting the same deer more than once you got to get the cameras right especially if you're running more than one i run two cameras i run my cell phone and i gopro that sits behind me and if that deer isn't stepping out in front of me well the gopro is definitely not going to get it but now i got to figure out how the hell i'm going to turn my cell phone around to get the shot that way maybe i won't get the shot on video but at least you'll hear the sound and then i'll have to break it down but then again no shot so it's kind of a letdown i beat myself up all the time on you know my content and how it goes and stuff like that but anybody who self-films you know the struggles you know how it is it's tough sometimes i'm just glad that i haven't well nope last year i did get busted adjusting my camera i almost blew my hunt for my first rifle buck last year well first rifle deer last year i've never taken a deer with a rifle until last year and um adjusting my camera he actually spotted me i didn't even have the rifle in my hands yet so basically i was caught with my pants down and i was like man dude like he's gone and he stopped he actually came back stomping around looking around and then he blew at me when he blew at me at that time i had already grabbed the rifle I had a round in the chamber already, took it off safe, boom. I think it was like 1.5 seconds from the time I shouldered it to the time I squeezed the round off. It didn't take very long. 
I was just like, nope, you are not about to ruin this. You're not about to run off. And I had this small little window that just showed me the back side of his front shoulder. And that's where I tucked that bullet. I took both his lungs out. That deer actually got shot two other times prior to me shooting him. At least that's what I think happened. I mean, it could be a gorge mark from another deer. But that looked way too clean and way too deep to be a gorge mark from another deer. I'm just saying, someone on the eastern shore, or some hunters on the eastern shore, shot a big-bodied deer and never recovered it. And I shot him for his third time on the same side that them other two hunters shot him on, except mine found its mark and put him down. Which was, I, I guess you can say I did that deer a favor. But he was a really big-bodied deer, his antlers had already fallen off his head. So there ain't no telling how big he was. I had people try to say, you know, he was a spike. That deer's only a year and a half old. I'm like, are you crazy? <laughs> like, I've seen a year and a half old deer before with little, little spikes on his head. I've taken those, as a matter of fact. I shot a button buck after I got back from uh, the Marine Corps. I didn't even know that it was a little buck. I thought it was a little doe. I was like, yep. Yeah. Gotcha. Had its head down the whole time walking over towards me, dude. I wasn't thinking. I didn't even care, though. I, I left California to come here, and I was like, I'm going to shoot a deer. And it was November something another. Drew back on that deer and whack. And then another one showed up. I almost doubled. I should have doubled up, as a matter of fact, that day. But to look at me and say that that deer is a year and a half old when he doesn't have teeth, like they're grinded all the way down them older deer man they their teeth are gone that was that deer that i just shot that deer had no teeth none and his antlers had dropped off his head and god man did that shit smell terrible it smelled god awful but i think what my dad was telling me what he also thinks is maybe that deer was fighting off an infection causing the deer to drop his antlers from being shot two times prior that makes sense that makes sense to me so that's what i kind of went with there's no telling how old he is or how old he was i don't have the skull with me but again even if i did there's no teeth you couldn't really age that deer i'm not sure exactly what age they start losing their teeth but he had none just saying it was all gum but it was the biggest bodied deer that I have taken in my entire life so far. And I called him an old warrior because he was he was old looking in the face. And I did that old boy a favor. Two people connected with him and couldn't get the job done. So I did it. I didn't know that he had been shot twice. Until obviously stumbling upon him. But knowing that you know he was out here suffering. He's wounded. He's injured. And I just ended that for him. I felt a little better about taking that deer out of the woods. But I could have swore, man, when he came in, I could have swore I saw antler on his head. At least one side. I was like, dude, it's Elliot from Open Season. Like, I, I get to shoot Elliot from Open Season. Hell no. Dude, everywhere we went, there was no antler anywhere. I mean, maybe it was hidden. Maybe we couldn't see it. It was dark as shit. I mean, I don't know. But that's... That's how I knew that was a buck. I was doing little soft grunts, little soft grunts. And sure enough, here he comes marching through the woods like he's about to do something. 
old antlerless deer and then yeah he spotted me moving that camera trying to get the camera on him when he started running that's when i grabbed the rifle he turned around and i didn't have it in my arm yet like in my shoulder i just was holding it out i was like man the marine corps trained me for this one because i was just holding the rifle in the air like arms straight out and then when he turned his head away that's when i shouldered it and then he looked back he looked away again and i brought it up a little bit and then in the video you'll hear him that's when i bring it up i shoulder it bang done 1.5 seconds that was definitely a hunt that i'm never going to forget either because that was finally finally a hunt where i was out there with my brother dylan my brother ethan my dad and my stepdad they were all out there in the woods i was not alone this time i was like finally man like i'm on a hunt and i can share this moment with these guys so like usually it's the other way around usually i'm on the hunts where they're taking deer out of the woods and all the hunts where i was actually able to take a deer out of the woods you know not everyone was with me now dylan he was with me on one dylan was with me for uh, my doe that i got uh was that last year no the year before it was a year before september deer the doe she came in 10 yards i got her through one lung and she died on the fire trail that i walked in on she actually she walked the same trail that i walked to get to the tree that i climbed like i shot where i shot her i was standing there at one point trying to figure out what tree to get in she stopped right there with her nose down grazing on those acorns i had right there at my feet at one point and then that's when i just man she lifted her head and that was it whack and she went running for the fire trail i didn't know that there was two of them i saw the one well no i knew there was two but i had my eyes on one i couldn't see the other one i had no idea where the other one went and sure enough she's beelining it straight to me walking the same trail that i walked to get to that tree stopped right there where i was trying to make my mind up do i get in this tree or do i get in that tree man whack boom that was the first time i actually had some solid solid self-filming footage from a hunt and was able to post it i love that video i was walking tracking the deer couldn't find it found like this one little blood spot here on the fire trail called my brother dylan i told him i said yeah dude i'm on the fire trail like i'll be right here waiting on you he had the deer cart he said he's gonna bring it back all right so i called my wife facebook messenger talking to her and i told her you know hey babe i got one i was showing her the blood and i was like yeah i'm waiting on dylan i haven't found the deer yet so i figured i'd just wait right and i turned around as i was saying this and i saw her laying right there on the fire trail where i came in i was like hey babe let me let me call you back i just found her so i hung up with her and i called dylan dylan answers he's like what's up i said dude bro good news we ain't got to go down this freaking hill she died right here on the fire trail she's already here he's like really yeah dude comes on down and he filmed me a little bit talking about the hunt and everything that went on and then we got back to the truck after we field dressed her and got her out of the woods did a little bit more talking and closed out the video i was glad dylan was with me on that one he's always coming through with that i mean i think the the greatest moments that i have in the woods dylan's there dylan is always there like i don't think i have any like really really good moments where dylan wasn't there other than that six point that i shot two years ago 
Dylan is usually in the woods with me for everything. I mean, me and him, we've had some funny, funny-ass moments, man, where I'm like, dude, I wish we had cameras rolling. I wish we had cameras on us, man, because that shit would have been funny. Like the time I was climbing out of the tree. <laughs> this is my first year getting out of the Marine Corps. Climbing out of a tree, me and him set up in a double tree. I was going to try to film uh, either him taking a shot or have him film me taking a shot. This is for my birthday hunt, I think, three years ago. And climbing down friggin dylan um he was like dude how are you how are we getting down like we were up there right like where the split was it was kind of high i mean it was about six feet off the ground i was like dude i'm just gonna jump down he's like you sure dude you're gonna bust your ass and i was like yeah dylan marine corps trained me for this well when i jumped down the freaking uh little boot hook that is on the tree stand that you slide your boot underneath to help climb up yeah, that caught my freaking, my belt loop on my pants. My legs went underneath to the bottom half of the freaking uh, tree stand, the climber. It ripped, and I fell flat on my face. He's up there in the tree laughing his ass off at me, and I couldn't do nothing but laugh, too. That shit was hilarious. But it's like moments like that where Dylan's there, and the cameras aren't on and stuff like that, so hopefully this year we get some funny shit on on camera there's there's always some goofy shit happening and cameras aren't running but this year i think we're going to change that we're going to step it up but we've we've always had great times out there in the woods always had great times out there in the woods we've had some funny moments we've had some wild moments some intense moments some frustrating moments like you name it we've been through all of it it's just crazy ass roller coaster but it seems like every time we we get out there, man. There's always something to talk about. Always something to remember. Man. I'm excited to see what kind of memories we have ahead of us for this season. And I know you guys are too. So, I think that there is just going to wrap it up. I think the next time we go for a podcast episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the fishing. How that's gone so far this year. And, um what's to come of it before the season and uh well the hunting season that is and uh yeah i'll see you guys around on tiktok thank you guys again for swinging by if you guys are here from tiktok i just want to say thank you guys so much for following on tiktok if you do follow i'm very appreciative of any and all of the support that i've gotten over there on tiktok we have a great community over there a lot of great people following us always leaving comments liking the video sharing swinging by the lives and stuff and i want you guys to be involved in these podcasts as much as possible if you guys have any ideas for like topics maybe you guys got some questions for me um or maybe you want my opinion on something as long as it's hunting and fishing related i don't mind throwing that here in the podcast i'm going to try to stay away from the politics and all that other stuff like that right i just it brings a whole nother level of negative energy and i'm just not trying to have that be a part of devil dog outdoors at all you know i have my own beliefs but i'm not going to sit here and share them and try to force anything on anyone or whatever we're just hunting fishing sharing stories talking about some memories and plans ahead with all of this and i want to bring you guys all along with me so and if you guys want any shout outs i'll definitely give some shout outs here on the devil dog outdoors podcast 
make sure you guys leave it like in a comment underneath of a video or uh, just shoot me a message to let me know hey man you mind shouting me out for whatever or just giving me a shout out whatever yep i got you i'll throw it out there in the podcast so again thank you guys for swinging by love you guys so much and i'll see y'all in the next one